playoffs are for winners. On the other side, we do have to deal with Nagak. <laughs> Ngakwe. You are listening to the Packers pregame podcast. And who better to pound the rock than AJ, the tree trunks Dylan? I don't, I don't, I don't have a good nickname for him. Answering the hardest question. Or should we just let this play out? Um, you know that's a good question. Fiery debates. It's Kyle. It's Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller's better than Jair Alexander. Yep, he's better. Uh, unbiased opinion, I disagree. And finally, the hottest of takes from the greatest of truth tellers. Alright, look around, pre-snap, where's number 20, where's number 20, there he is, that's where I'm going. You don't even have to make reads. This game is a chance for Mitchell Trubisky to turn the tide on his career in the next decade for the Chicago Bears. The question that everyone should have been, well, it shouldn't even been a question, the statement that everyone should have been saying loud and clearly, yelling it from the rooftops from the mountaintops is, look what Aaron Rodgers has done in spite of Mike McCarthy. He has won in spite of the people above him and the people higher up in the organization. He has dragged this team through the mud. He has willed this team to win. We do not give him the credit that he deserves. Hello, and you are welcome for listening to the Packers pregame podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and with me, as always, I have Bill, a.k.a. Big Willie. Oh, sorry, I thought there was going to be more to that. Hello, everyone. That that was it. And we have with us today, we have with us today, our resident Bears fan, Jeremy. Happy to be back. Week one. Week one, we have Saints Packers. Before we get into that, uh, I'm going to talk to you about what we're going to cover today. So uh, we are going to talk about why I wasn't following the Packers on Twitter. Uh, We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, which is what everyone wants to talk about. And then we're going to talk about the game. Uh, Rodgers versus Jameis and some things we might be a little skeptical about going into the season. Uh, and we will uh, probably venture off track from there. So, let's get started. Bill, why did you put me not following the Packers on Twitter as something to talk about today? Uh, because you didn't follow the Packers on Twitter, which was insanely weird to me. How do you not follow why your favorite how do you not follow your favorite sports t- team on t- on Twitter? I'm a truth teller, Bill. It, it's who I am, and the at Packers Twitter account is not here for the truth. They're here for clicks. And if I was here for clicks and not the truth, I'd follow them. So I'd follow them and Ty Dunn, you know? But oh, I'm sorry I'm about the truth, okay? The larger point. point. The larger point to all of this is that we need to address the Twitter situation as we have started a new Packers pregame podcast Twitter account. Um, yeah. And it's... We're not getting a lot of likes. We've, we've, we've overtaken... We get some interaction. That's fine. We've overtaken a previous other. Twitter account in which he followed just about every single Major League Baseball team and their blog affiliates, but not the Green Bay <laughs> Packers. So things have been changing slowly. That's be- 
Yeah, that's because I'm here for the Packers truth. I'm not here for the truth about the yeah. Tampa Bay Rays. I, I was, I was, I was looking through that the other day, and you follow not, you are like a big Cubs fan. You follow not only the Brewers, but you follow like their beat writers and the Journal Sentinel beat writer. I'm like, why do you fall? You don't even read the newspaper, and you're following the beat writers for the Milwaukee paper. I'm interested, dude. I'm interested in competition. I'd rather follow but not like in, the. But, but not interested enough to follow your favorite football team's Twitter account. No, not at all. Because I they don't I tell just, me. I anything. just like to scroll. I just like to scroll the timeline and see a nice Kansas City Royals fourth inning update. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, um, solar okay. power. So solar oh, wait, power. It's great. I have. I have an idea. I have an idea. Solar power. Okay. I have an idea. I want you to hear me out on this. I think that one way for us to get more downloads and more people to follow the Twitter account, do you remember like chain emails back in the day? Oh God. Do you remember those? Sure. Send it, you know send how... to 10 friends, otherwise the girl from the ring will kill you or whatever. Absolutely. We need to bring that back to Twitter. So it's like retweet or else the Packers are going to lose or your mom's going to die or something. You know, like we need to, we need to do something like that. And I think that we'll get more retweets. Like, and then we can put in, in parentheses, like don't take the chance, you know, like I think that'll get some people. Retweet this, send this to 10 people or you become a Bears fan. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that'll scare but I, But for real, how, what do you guys think? Fan. What do you guys think? Bad idea. Uh, you want to chain email people. That's what you want to do. I mean, need your reaction. I feel like I feel like we're teetering very close to being one of those like, uh, you know, burner accounts for like a the seventeenth man on the Grizzlies bench who just tweets at like every large sports account like seventeen times a day and has okay, forty so followers. Bad idea. That's what you're saying. But I'm wow. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying I'm worried about <laughs> us becoming like, you know, Detlef Shrimp burner account. I do think that we need to pin our podcast as our pinned tweet. So, Jeremy, you okay, okay. over there? Yeah, doing just fine. That? I'm just not seeing any of the sound bars go up on my name. Do you guys see it? Yeah, I can see them. You're good. Yeah, You're fine. yeah I can see it. Good. You're That's fine. good to know. We'll tell him after the podcast that we're not getting any of his audio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. Do you guys have any ideas on how we can increase that following? Because I don't, I'm telling you, I think that chain Twitter tweets are in now. I think we're doing a great job. We just got to keep plugging away. All ideas right. come naturally. To, I think we need to start calling out our followers for not interacting enough okay. with our stuff. Like and also, who, maybe so. don't fight with Penn State fans on Saturdays. Hey, they're the same <laughs> with my pick. I, I, see, okay, I need to talk about that because the problem with... Okay, spoiler alert, we co-opted Mike's dead Twitter account and stole all of his followers. So when I tweet stuff and people that follow Mike or did follow Mike reply, I don't know who these people are, and it scares me. Yeah, because um, I just think they're like randoms coming and yelling at me. And a good I don't chunk know of them do. were randoms. The only people that were defending were Mike's friends. 
Yeah, so uh, the Penn State the guy was not Mike's friend. Yeah, I, I did go to high school with that kid, Derek McCreary. I was gonna say, but you guys followed each other, so. Yeah, now that. now Elon Musk's future husband, uh, big badger guy, uh, Sam Bissell. I don't know if I just doxed him. You know what? Maybe I should believe <laughs> <it out. laughs> Um, Okay. Brett Favre goes back to pass. He pumps. Now he fires over the middle. Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. It was intercepted by Tracy Porter. So, Bill. Yes. Tell me how you feel about the new punter. Because I have some thoughts. I mean, we had a moment on Twitter about the loss of J.K. Scott. Or at least I had a moment on Twitter about the loss of J.K. Scott. You were going through it. You were definitely tweeting through it. Yes. Um, so I, I, I have some thoughts on the new punter, but I want some of your thoughts because we lost we lost the weapon. We lost the weapon. Hashtag new weapon. So we just have a new weapon. You're ready to move on that quick. Have you done any research? Uh, yeah, I saw some DVOA, DVOA stats. That he's pretty good, so that's all I needed to see. Okay. Um, th- okay, so I searched his wiki, and this is what I came up with. Okay? Nothing interesting. Um, Perfect. he's a big, he's a big ukulele guy. So I don't Ooh. know how I feel about ukulele guys. Um, I think they sound cool in theory, but then when you're at, you're camping with them, they're the worst. Jeremy, what, what do you think about a ukulele guy? Um, just all I think of is Hawaii. But like, you have any like, thoughts Hawaiian. or opinions on a ukulele guy? Like the, the guy who has the ukulele? brings it around what does he do with it does he bring it to like everything he's at or does he just happen to play the ukulele i don't have enough information there to give you a correct answer it'd be the uh, the uh, same uh, as guitar guy if you bring your acoustic guitar places you're annoying and weird just keep it at home okay no i will give you i will give you my thoughts on the ukulele The, the, the ukulele is for the high schooler who is not cool enough to play the guitar but wants to be edgy and be the kid who brings an instrument into class anyway. Okay. So uh, I, I went to a, a Bills interview, and in that Bills interview, he said that the only thing he had in his fridge was beer. That's a Wisconsin guy move. That's a big Wisconsin guy move. So I love that. Uh, and the thing that put me over the edge was that he's got just a straight mustache, kind of like Jeremy, except nothing on the bottom. And he's a big earrings guy, so that's some BDE. That's uh, that's some that's some big dick energy, big 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 punter energy. Uh, so I, I think big I'm, I'm all in on him. I also still can't pronounce his name. Does anyone know how to do that? No, I thought that that was like your one job. I just, just call him Cor- I just call him, Cor- I call him Corey B. Okay. So. Actually, maybe don't know what his name is. It'd be maybe helpful. I'll look. You know what? I'll look into it. It's like Bojuarez. That was pretty good. Just call. <laughs> just call well, I don't know. I don't know how it's pronounced. I can't say if you're right or wrong. Um. Yeah. Call him B Man. Hey. Cor- Corey in the house. Well, actually, you know what? That got that's canceled. That guy got in big trouble. I don't know if you know that. I mean, please explain. Do you know who Corey in the house is? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, did he get canceled? Like, I mean, I know the show isn't any long, isn't running anymore. I didn't know if that's what you mean, or? 
No, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, he got in trouble with an underage girl. So, um, anyway. Okay. Um, Transition. Okay. I'm a primetime player. I came through when it counted and uh, got my second TV. I got one for my living room now and one for my bedroom. So. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about uh, what happened on the Pat McAfee show. Bill, do you want to tell the audience Jesus. what happened? You just, I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Okay, so this is what happened. Um, maybe you should this keep is what up. You, hang on. You all, Mike, you always do this. Every question that I have or that you put on, you just immediately throw it right at me. Well, here's the thing is I want to be inclusive. Jeremy, did you see what happened on the Pat McAfee show? I can infer because I've seen his interviews on the Pat McAfee show and they're all the same. Okay. So what did, what did, you, infer, what did you infer? Well, I got a quote sent to me from you guys that, that was total bullshit. That never happened. That Mark Murphy, president of the Green Bay Packers, told him, don't be a problem. And what I sent back that got no response, because I think you guys were just, you know, such, in such shock that it, it was truth telling so hard that my favorite part of that interview is that even though it was totally fake and not real that it did totally didn't happen that Mark Murphy said, don't be a problem, he became a problem anyway. That's my favorite part. He wasn't told to not be a problem, he just went and did it anyway. Fake news. Yeah, I just didn't right. really respond to that. So then... Oh, well, you're just too shocked, I think. That's what happens when, you know. I mean, you're, yeah, you're right. Your cerebral you're right. cortex is just attacked so hard, you, you just shut down and maybe, like, take a nap. It was like someone clapped over both my ears. I was, like, stunned. So, Jeremy, do you know, do you know who the person who initially reported that Mark Murphy conversation was? I know his name. I don't know what he's all about. Apparently, he's a scumbag. What's yeah, Mike, tell us name? what you think about Ty Dunn. What's his name? Me? You Jeremy. asked me? Ty Tyler yeah. Dunn? Yes, Ty Dunn. Okay, so Ty Dunn's a liar. And uh, now it's been shown that he's a liar. So that remember that big blow-up article about Aaron Rodgers and how all of his teammates hate him and he's a bad dude and blah, blah, blah. That's Ty Dunn. And now... It's been proven over time that he's a liar. And Peter Bukowski, uh, who's a known, you know, respected NFL journalist for the Green Bay Packers, had Ty Dunn on his podcast over the summer. And so I just want it to be known that we have never had Ty Dunn on the podcast because we are truth tellers. And Peter Bukowski is a liar as well. You are who you associate yourself with. Bill, help me out. Okay, I said this in the group chat, and I think it's true. Ty Dunn is the QAnon of Packers Twitter. You <laughs> either think he's like this infallible voice of God who's been proven right, even though everyone lambasted him in the beginning, or you're like Mike who just disregards him entirely no matter what. Yeah, and I think I'm right. Um, okay. So, anyway. Okay, let's talk about the game. We have Finally. a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, we have the Packers. Well, you know what, actually, uh, I'm gonna make a little note here. All right, when we get back from our ad break, we will be talking about the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville. This week's episode of the PPP is brought to you by Bayou Bounty. Do you need extra motivation out of your workforce? 
Well, the world is controlled by incentives, and if you have a little extra scratch laying around, our team at Bayou Bounty can help create an incentive structure rewards program designed to maximize performance. Millenniums this day and age have perverse motivating factors, and we've honed in on what makes them tick. Our state-of-the-art program will have your employees working harder than ever, and you'll find that your company's market share will skyrocket by injuring seriously the competitive advantages of your strongest opponents. Bayou Bounty is not liable for any run-ins with the law, loss of jobs, suspensions, birthmarks, noodle alarms, decade-long performance hangovers, unnoticed underachievement, Taysom Hill addiction, or any other fines that are given due to the incentive structures created by the Bayou Bounty program. For those struggling with QB transition incentive programs, we do offer a special Crab Legs incentive program. Visit our website and enter promo code CRABS to learn more. All right, and we are back to talk about the actual game. Enough of us talking about ourselves and that fraud Ty Dunn and that fraud <clears throat> Peter Bukowski. So, we have the Saints hosting the Packers in Jacksonville. And number one, the, the first question is that I'm going to ask, and, and Bill, I can let you think about this because I know you hate it when I just throw a question at you, but what are we most scared of going into this game? Okay, so I'm gonna Nothing. start. You're not scared of anything? Nuh-uh, are not you, one thing. Are you, okay, I'm gonna go down my list of things that I may be scared of. Go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, I thought, uh, I like that idea. I didn't remember if you guys did it in a previous episode, but I like that as a weekly thing to start, either start the game talk segment or maybe somewhere in the middle or at the end. You can always pick, but I like the what are you most afraid of? Because this team is, the, the Packers are going to be really good again, of course. It hurts me to say, but you, you don't go into too many games like um, as the underdog. So it's just like, what are you actually afraid of? What could lose you this game? I like that. So let's start there. So are you scared of the fact that Jameis Winston got LASIK surgery and now can see no. better? That doesn't scare you. No. Should it scare him, Jeremy? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Jameis is going um, down the field. You don't get 30 touchdowns and 38 interceptions by checking the ball down. Agreed. And now he can see. He can see. He, he no he's longer gonna, looks like that J.R. Smith meme where he's just he can squinting. See all of those roaming linebackers, of which I bet you guys can't name two of on your team. Uh, Ty Summers. And are we talking inside linebackers? Yes, <laughs> those ones. Um, the ones not edge rushing <laughs> that are not the last name of Smith. Um, Clay Matthews. And Gary. Chris with the Y Barnes. Oh, why, why, why Barnes? Creesh, Creesh Barnes. Yeah, Chris, Creesh, Chris with the Y Barnes. <laughs> Okay, Bill, second thing I want to know how if you're scared we, of. How could you forget about our man Oren Burks? Oh, yeah. How could I forget? Preseason legend. Preseason legend. Hey, hashtag never forget Oren Burks. I will never. Bill, are you scared of the sun? I'm scared of the sun. No, we beat him uh, in six games in the finals. Why would I be? <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you scared of the physical sun? Uh, no. Okay. Jeremy, should he be scared it's of the far sun? far away. I think I'd be afraid of the sun. Yeah, I would be afraid of the sun too. 
because the sun, the sun. <laughs> okay. Are you afraid of the sun right now, Mike? I am. <laughs> what are you looking for? The sun has what? got him shook. Where's your computer? It's in your bag. Oh my lord. Hold oh my on. God. Well, I have a so we were going for a while. This podcast was flawless up until this very minute. I will let her know. I will I let her know. Thing. Bill wants you to know that the podcast was flawless up until this very minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Jeremy, should Bill be afraid of the sun? You should be afraid of the sun. You know what happens when I, you go I down agree. to that Florida heat as a northern team? You get taken aback in the second half. Like, oh my god, it's it's so hot. We're so scared not of the sun. in shape yet. I am so scared of the sun. Third thing I'm scared of, uh, offensive line rookies. Bill, are you scared of having an offensive line with two rookies on? Uh, no, because if they were bad, they wouldn't be starting as rookies. Okay. Jeremy? Uh, my counter is... It seems to never matter who's playing offensive line for the Green Bay Packers. And since the Saints did this thing where they pretended the cap doesn't exist at all, even though still a myth, um, the bill kind of came due and they had to lose some guys because they couldn't pay literally anybody. And now all you have to worry about is Cameron Jordan rushing the edge. And I just don't think they're going to get any sort of consistent pass rush. Yes, Billiam. I would like to. I would like to counter a slight counter of Jeremy's counter. Uh, Marshall Newhouse. Is he still on this team? No. Oh. So what about him? <laughs> but well, because you said it doesn't matter who they have at O line, and I said, well, and my counter to that was Marshall Newhouse, who's bad. Uh, okay, yeah. All the time. That's fair, but you know, the human turn. This Rogers guy always seems to make it work anyway. So. No, it I would was, not be It was afraid. really more of a joke, and now we've dragged it out, and it's not funny. Anymore. Okay, last thing, and it's the thing, we, it's the thing we brought up before the podcast. The thing that scares me is the football not having white on it because we have a rookie wide receiver, and I'm nervous he's not going to be able to adjust. Uh, so for those who don't know the story, there's a little back and forth between the Bengals and Jamar Chase about the fact that he can't see the football very well because it doesn't have white stripes on it, uh, and it's bigger. And we also have a rookie at wide receiver, and I am nervous that the football is too big and doesn't have white stripes on it. Bill, should I be nervous? Well, I'm confused at how the football can or cannot have white stripes on it. I thought they broke up already. Got him. Oh, such a bad joke. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, um, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what else? Well, can I uh, can I give you reasons to not be scared? Yeah, please. Okay. Um, so, as we've established in the history of this podcast, we only tell truths. Yep. So. Uh, to give you information that you won't hear anywhere else, the Saints are going to be bad. Okay. Oh, really bad. The Saints are going to be really bad. That's a take. The Saints are going to be really bad. <clears throat> I disagree. The quarterback bucks. Um, they've lost a ton of players. 
They're not going to be good. Okay, so then, I mean, the line's sitting at four and a half. So, where, where are you standing? I'd hammer at? it. Hammer it? Okay, Bro. I'm with you. You want me, Yeah. You want to give you a final score prediction? Yeah, final score prediction, Bill. 35-17 Packers. Whoa! Rolling in Jacksonville. Whoa, okay. Okay. Um... So, Bill, look, if you want the content, I'm making the content, all right? I, I'm, man, I'm here for it. I am. Don't get mad at me for stirring the pot. Okay, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Do you really need two? I mean, can I have one? If you come over and watch some movies with me. Let's talk about um, some of the themes that are going to be here throughout the season. So, uh, I think the biggest question, our defense is, is probably going to be just as good, if not better, offense. Uh, if you're not Dan Orlovsky, who ran out the back of the end zone uh, <laughs> for a safety, uh, we're going to be a top five offense. But the biggest question is, can can the Packers ever actually be effective on special teams? Oh, go ahead, Bill. I was just going to say, uh, just like um, just like Jalen Rose said yesterday on Jalen Jacoby, uh, Devin Funches is going to be a big key for the <laughs> Packers on Sunday. <laughs> well, I, hopefully he's a key on special teams, Bill, because um, it looks to to be again that we are bad on special teams. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. get it. Have we ever been <laughs> good on special teams? Well, offensively or defensively? Uh, offensively, obviously, we were good when we had Desmond Howard, but like that was also uh, twenty. Well, I mean, you don't have to go. Wait, 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 wait. You don't have to go that far back. When were we good on offense? We had Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde was like a legit good returner. Well, here, what? Here's my thing with special teams. You had multiple punt returns. <laughs> what are you giving me that look for? I think that our standards are set low when we think Micah Hyde was good. I'm not disagreeing with that, but you don't have to go back to Desmond and bleeping Howard. <laughs> um, Jeremy, as a team who's had good special teams, what does it take? As a team who's oh, had a really awful special teams lately, <laughs> it's not well. It's not just the return game. You know what's you know what's the sign of a team that's not like elite, or you know what's the most frustrating thing about a team that is elite and really good and possibly could go to the Super Bowl for. For instance, your guys' team. If your special team uh, sucks, in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, the team that loses in the NFC Championship game because they suck. Frauds. I'll do fraud alert the whole season. Um, <laughs> there it is. When you don't have just like a normal sound special teams, we're not even talking returning. Just fair catch it every single time. Don't get blocks in the back. Line upright. Just have decent punters. You guys hopefully have a decent punter. <laughs> Having bad yeah, special teams is such an annoying aspect of your Sunday. Like, yes, we have a really, defense is kicking ass. Offense, maybe not doing so well. We have to punt. Well, there's a holding on special teams. You gotta go 10 yards back. Uh, guy went off sides, false start. Punt it, block in the back. We have to go 20 yard return. Just don't be an idiot. And good tackling. How about some good tackling? Can we just like get the guy on the other team? Cause he's not very good either. You know that you're watching 16 games a year. And you're like that guy's not a good punt returner. Why can't we tackle him? Because we don't have any. So we don't have any goddamn special teamers. Special teams is so nice to be. It's so nice when they're good, and it's unbelievably noticeable when they're bad.
Well, Bill, do, do you have any yeah. theories about why we're just consistently bad at special teams? You know, I, I, you know, because I, I remember, you remember hashtag fire Ron Zuck? Yeah, I do. Because he was horrendous. Yeah. And then we fired him. And then we had, what, Sean Slocum? I don't even and, know who the new guy is. And then he was bad. And then, yeah, we just like, I don't know. Cause like, I, I don't understand. I don't know what goes into special teams coordinating. Like, it, I feel like it's like, hey, line up and then go tackle the guy. Like, you know, it's not like defensive coordinator where you have to like do different coverages and whatnot. Fill the lane. Or, that, hey, know. that's a phrase that they use. You gotta fill a lane. Like, yeah. you gotta fill a lane. Don't, don't have too many people in each lane. Um, I've heard Pete right. Bukowski say that, uh, and okay. according to DVOA, I mean, the Packers aren't that bad on special teams, according to Pete Bukowski's DVOA. PBOA. Having a solid special teams unit is an amazing baseline for a, a sound team. They're a coachable team, they're good coaches and good players, just, just don't fuck up on special teams. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, so to go along with what Jeremy is saying, I know, Mike, you miss uh, JK, but are you really going to miss when we get backed up into, the offense gets backed up into their own territory, and then JK drops a huge 33-yard punt with a 15-yard return for, like, an 18-yard net? You know what's kind of funny is that, yeah, I am going to miss it because it was always so funny when he would go back out there and we would celebrate. We'd be like, the weapon, the weapon's coming out. And then he'd punt it off the side of his foot for 25 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am going to miss that. It was so weird. It was like, it was like, dude, you have a monster leg. Like you bombed it in college. And then he came to the league and was like, yeah, I'm just going to punt it off the toe. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever he would whenever he would boom one, it would be like when we were punting from the 45-yard lines trying to pin him, and it would, like, go through the upright. You're like, where was that? He really got a hold of that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe dial that one back there, Cannon. Like... <laughs> So, Mike, I want to circle back to the Sun conversation for a brief second because yeah, I did some research. Um, as you, as everybody knows, I'm a big Jersey guy. I like to keep tabs on what's happening around the league. You know, Jersey sure. numbers, Uh-oh. colors, and such. Um, yeah. Back to the Sun. I was going to ask if you guys knew, and I knew the answer would be no, so I took it upon myself. Do you know what jerseys the Packers will be wearing in Jacksonville to play the New Yeah, Orleans they're going to be wearing green. Green They're wearing tops, green because... bottoms. Because the Saints are wearing whites with the gold bottoms. Gotta can't have the dark colors in the sun. That's smart veteran move by the New Orleans Saints. I'd be afraid. Gonna be sweaty out there. I mean, you guys saw what the Saints did, right? In picking Jacksonville? Yeah. Yeah, it's a more like expensive or inconvenient for Packers fans, something like that. What was the deal? I know it was an in- I know it was yeah, like that, very intentional. It was that. They literally they looked at Aaron Rodgers' record in Florida. He's like three and four all time. And they're like, oh, he plays bad in Florida. Like, it's like, sure. Oh, I thought it was more expensive for Packers fans. Out of towners to get there. No, it was. You're right. It was also in addition to that. It was also they looked at Aaron Rodgers' record in Florida. They looked at like, yeah, like a couple different things. 
it's like just super like i mean i'm not i don't i'm not hating on the move like it's it's smart but it's just like the most petty thing well it's, oh, it's Mike. also just the most like the most like that's what they're they're a professional organization and that's what we would do you know we would go and be like you know yeah. where do they play bad or like how far of a flight is it like it's not a very deep level of thinking yeah that's like that's like, like something if, we would like, concoct on this dumb podcast that's that's like the the whole like night before the Super Bowl pulling the fire alarm in the hotel type <laughs> shit. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna actually um, I'm actually starting a list right now for things this season that gave Aaron Rodgers fake motivation, and this is the first one of the season. Ooh, they, I love it. T- opposing team picked a place that he plays somewhat bad, but not actually bad, and he's gonna he's gonna show them. Yeah, I love it. Good. I mean, to be fair, would you want to play Aaron Rodgers in Dallas? Because I sure as hell wouldn't. No. Oh, I could spin that into fake motivation, too. It doesn't matter where they play. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> hey, man, that's... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that's what you're here for. Hey, you... hey, spin zone Jeremy. I love it. you got to spin everything. In a negative sense. Of course. Did you just listen to the question I just answered? Okay, I got three years invested in Brett Hundley, two years invested in Joe Callahan. The quarterback room is exactly where it needs to be. All right, Bill, let's talk about the actual game, okay? Um, okay. Is there, I, man, I don't, how do you want me to do this? Because I was just about to ask you, like, hey, Bill, what are you going to be looking for? But that's an open-ended question. I know you hate that. How would you like me to do this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just ask me the damn question. Bill. No, I mean, I mean more like, you know, never mind. Just never mind. You don't need to get into it. Um, it's 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 bad audio. Well, okay, Bill, what what are you most looking forward to watching in this game? Like, what are you going to be keeping your eye on? Yeah, let's you know keep let's make this just positive. Week one, football's back vibes. What are you excited to see with the Green Bay Packers back on the field? Are you ready, Mike? Are you ready to be? Angry about something, Bill? Are you excited to be happy about something? I've got something? some thoughts. What's the? So I want to hear yes, Bill. Mike. I want to hear Bill's first. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, I know I said it on the first podcast that I was looking forward, or I, maybe I said it, I said it somewhere that I was looking forward to, or I was I was accepting of Jordan Love, and then which I am still, but man, I'm going to really enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers throw the football instead. <laughs> <laughs> totally there. Um, okay, so I actually, I, I want to discuss something about our podcast, and I tweeted about this on, on I don't remember when I, I tweeted about it, but like, bunch of articles, bunch of, beat reporters talking about how much MVS has improved over the summer and how much better he's gotten. Like, how much does that buy him with you? Like, when he makes his first drop of the season, are you immediately like, nope, I'm done, same old MVS? Or do all the articles build up something for him in terms of, like, trust you have that he's going to be good? Um, I mean, I'll probably give him more benefit of the doubt. Okay. Like, it's it's like when Aaron Rodgers throws an interception, I go, well, you know, I, like, I try to justify, like, 
Well, it's not really an interception. Like, it got tipped or, like, it was a, you know, he, the receiver should have caught it, hit him in the hands or whatever. So I'll probably just do the same thing for MVS. Like, well, you know, not a great throw or maybe it was too high or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But, no, if he drops, like, a... If, if, if he does if a Aaron, classic like, MVS in, drop where he's, like, wide open yeah, down if, the field. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, if, if I see Aaron Rodgers, like... You know, do one of these and then uncork it for like a fifty-yard bomb, and it and it hits MVS in the chest, and he falls over. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be pretty upset. <laughs> I I want to be the person who's like, you know what? Everyone's telling me he's better now. He's improved, and so when he drops a ball, he drops a ball. He's gonna be better overall. But I think I'm gonna be so triggered after his first drop that I'm gonna immediately descend into cut Devontae Adams style anger. The best part I, about I, the first drop is that it's going to come after just some nasty touchdown grab. Probably the first of the season. Yeah. Um, is there... Okay, I'm, I'm also looking forward to watching Eric Stokes play. Um, I saw Kevin King was second on the depth chart, but the, the thing about the Saints is that they don't really have any... like Because Michael Thomas is out, right? So... Um, whoever that number two is that they love, who had a great priest. Jason Carroll. Yes, he moves up to, to number one. So Stokes or Kevin King are going to be covering someone who is normally a number three wide receiver. So I, I don't think we're going to get a ton of information. We'll get Here's, here's what will happen. We'll get information if they're bad. We'll know if they're bad. But if, they're, if, they, if they do well covering a wide receiver – that's a number three wide receiver. That's not much information. But if they can't, that's when we know we're I mean, in trouble wasn't, again. Wasn't Scotty, wasn't Scotty Miller like a number three? Um, triggered. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so uh, if there is one guy for this secondary to look out for, it's the preseason phenom Marcus Marquez Callaway. Every single person in the world has been talking about that guy, and I just don't ever buy into stuff like that, mostly because I haven't seen anything. So I'm like, well, I'm not just going to back this guy without having to do any research. But I would love for him to break out week one against a particular team that I don't, I'm not very fond of. Yeah. I have a question. I don't know who that is. He's a, well, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. That's it. He's just some new guy. I know, just came but, out of nowhere. Well, you guys both made it. You guys both made it sound like it was like the, he was like the talk of the town. I legit have not heard anything about. Like, I don't even know who that is. I listen to too many things though, like Nina, like, like yeah, Nina right. likes I, Marquez Callaway. Right, right. Like so, since Mina likes Marquez Callaway, Chris Cody likes Marquez Callaway. The whole show yeah, likes Mina and Calloway. all her little football buddies. Yeah. So okay. I just okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm kind of like. I've fallen out of Levitard, uh, not by choice, but by uh, extenuating circumstances. So yeah, okay, that makes sense why I missed all that. Also, he's wearing number number one. Bad look. Oh, that's a good look. Um, I just am gonna stay that's out. Confidence of right there. Oh, oh. I'm gonna a rookie, a rookie wearing number one. I'm gonna stay I'm out of this it. debate. Like I just don't have an opinion on it, and it, it just seems like I have two people who on the jersey number opinions are like opposite ends, like a full on debate where there's no common ground. And doesn't need to I, be a I'm debate. Gonna... I'm just gonna point out when somebody looks dumb, and then that's gonna be the end of it because it looks dumb. <laughs> 
It's, it sure sounds a lot like a debate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just uh, leave it at that. How about how about that? What was the injury? My knee. Um, okay, so with our last couple of minutes here, why don't we talk about the things that we are just most happy about with the NFL being back? I'm going to start. I tweeted it yesterday. I went to a gas station to buy my 12-pack of beer that I usually get on a Friday, and I realized I was going to need more because we have the NFL on Sunday, and it made me happy. I'm so Big happy. Golden, now. drop the bag. What about That's you? That's about Bill? it. What are you most happy for? Uh, boy, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I re- I genuinely don't have a good answer. Jeremy, what are you most happy for football being back? Everything. I love everything. I'm excited to get ready, do my morning rituals on Sunday, which isn't really rituals. It's just, you know, forcing myself to get up a little early, take the dog for a walk, have a little bit more pep in my step get my coffee, maybe make it some good coffee, not just some dumpy crap out of a Keurig, make it nice and nice and warm and sweet and tasty, and then pop down on my couch, get my stuff ready, maybe go to a friend's house and just spend all day doing football. And people around you in your life, family, friends, significant others, they just sort of accept that that's what you're going to do that day, and it's pretty sweet. I love that part of it too, just like... It's now understood. Everyone in your life knows, oh, hey, everyone who doesn't care about football in your life knows like, oh, hey, between the hours of, you know, GTZ zone, time zone, between noon and, and 8.30 p.m., Jeremy's watching football. And that's just the that's deal. What ha- that's what's happening. That's just how this is going. I'm excited for it. the first witching hour. I'm excited for the first terribly awful missed call in a game of mine that has just like no repercussions to me but maybe like a point spread uh i'm excited for splat uh red zone flashes to touchdowns we'll go live to jacksonville where marquez valdez scantling has just caught his first touchdown of the season even though it's definitely not live just all of it i know so bill you come up with something Yes, I'm excited for uh, more penalties for people celebrating and taunting. Oh my god. Wow, can we mute him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I there's nothing I love well actually I should say there's nothing I hate more than when I turn into a ref show and I get football instead. <laughs> I hate that. You make a good point though, Bill. That's gonna be so 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 bad this year. It's gonna be really bad. It's gonna be drive killers, it's gonna be drive extenders if it was on the defense oh my god Uh, why do they do this every year why they're like they're they're like flip-floppers they're they're dumb and they can't get out of their own way okay but like it makes me think like they can't be that dumb it makes me think they do it on purpose they still they still they they still can't tell you what a catch is or is not 
There's okay, too many uh, rules and there's too many rules and then like uh, amendments to those rules and we're like 10 steps deep. We don't know what catches are anymore. It's like baseball. Do you, do you think? It's like, okay, let's look at the rule book and it's like rule seven, section F, clause four, subsection B12. I'm like, what are we doing? Do you, do you ever think that maybe we should just describe a catch in, like, in the form way? You know, you know it when you see it and just leave it at that? Yeah. I've always Corey, been a Corey McGetty? <laughs> I've always been a you just know it's a catch when you see it. You got two feet I, down. Yeah, it, 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 it's a catch. Just figure it out, you guys. It's a catch. Yeah, it's two feet in bounds. Secure the ball to the ground. I mean, like, well, it seems even relatively Even simple. if they're going to the ground and, like, they have a firm, firmly grasp it and, like, maybe it jostles <laughs> a little bit. Like, no, it's a catch. Stop looking at this. Oh, yeah. That's so, that's, oh yeah, you're right, that's true. I, that's, there's nothing worse than like, oh, he's got the ball, and then they go to replay, and you're like, oh no, here's this single frame where the ball moves. They're like, yep, that's it, you didn't catch it, sorry. Like, oh, okay. I flip flop right. so hard into I don't care for replay anymore. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> We're coming up on the 45 minute but, deadline, boys. Go ahead, Bill. But, just to finish that uh, little section there, uh, Des Bryant did not catch it. Agreed. So, um, as we get towards the 45 minute mark, Bill has already given us his score prediction. Jeremy, do you have a score prediction for the Packers Saints game on Sunday? Yes, it is going to be 31 to 13 Rams over the Bears on Sunday night. Is that what you ask? Yes, that is what I asked. Uh, and my no, I have a real one. I do, I do okay. have a real one. It's it's probably gonna be. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still think I was I was, yeah, I was that was great. I loved it. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of Packers points again, and then maybe they'll give up some Jameis bombs. And they're still gonna win handily. It'll be like 31, 21, but like not even that close. Jeremy, wow, weird. It's almost mine. Jeremy, we were on the <laughs> same page there. And I got flamed for wait, wait, wait. I got I got flamed for going with the big score prediction and Jeremy's is like four points. No, you just I said the it. Saints are gonna suck and I just disagree. <laughs> My score prediction was thirty one to twenty. Wow, look at Packers, us. obviously. I mean you can't tell me you can't be like the Saints are gonna be good and then they're also gonna lose week one by double digits. It's the Packers, they're just better. Well, I can the Saints build, aren't gonna like did. be the four win team. Yeah. I can and I just did. I'm not. So, I can and I did. Anyways. <laughs> hey, you know what? Okay, Jeremy, last season, I said the Steelers were going to be bad, and you said they were going to be good, and they went alive. They started 11 0. We don't need to talk about how we they were. We were kind of both right. <laughs> yes, we were. We were both right. So I'm going to I'm gonna squat on this take. All right. Uh, the Saints are going to be bad, and also John Gruden is still a good head coach, and we need all 10 years of his contract to figure out if he's good or not. I'm still in. All right, Bill, send us out. Go Pack. <laughs>